Welcome to Bridges to Wealth live stream and podcast, where every episode we explore how first-time entrepreneurs and investors here in Philadelphia navigate business ownership, how they navigate financial literacy and education. It's not easy, but together we feel like it's possible. And in case you're wondering what does Bridges to Wealth do, we're not really a podcast or a live stream. We're actually a nonprofit that is on a mission to close the wealth gap here in Philadelphia and offering different programs that are powered by the Warden School and the Graduate School of Education, uh, helping folks in Philly uh, through different programs and different opportunities that are often open to all family, all ages, and also programs that are for free. Today, we have a special episode. I'm not sure if I said it, but this is the fifth episode of the Bridges of Wealth podcast, but it's actually the first ever live stream where you get to go along for the journey and actually ask questions, give any comments throughout today's podcast. And it's going to be guided by a couple of folks. The co-hosts and co-producers are two students from Paul Robeson High School who are also part of the Bridges to Wealth Bridges to Entrepreneurship program. And that is Siani and Aliyah. You'll get to see them shortly. And in addition, who's also part of the Bridges Well program and a Ward undergrad student and a mentor in the program, Justin will be joining us too. And I should probably introduce myself. My name is Gregory Neesmith and I am the community relations director here at Bridges Wealth along with entrepreneurship mentor, Philly native and soon to be Warren School alum and happy that you are all here joining us. Today's episode is called, It's My Senior Year WTF. Actually, that wasn't the title I was supposed to use. It's my senior year, now what? It's probably probably both are appropriate, but we're gonna get into that. And to do that, we have a special guest with us, and that is Nicole Renee. She is a college and, and career counselor. She is also a college planning specialist, and she is CEO and founder of Nicole Renee Enterprises. And we are happy to have you join us on the live stream. Nicole, are you there? Yes, I am. I had to make sure that I was on my own page. So yes, I am here. Thank you. It is good to have you. Thank you for joining us. Um, first, before we get into today's episode, which is, it's my senior year, now what? And so uh, before we dive into Obviously, the news that came out yesterday from Governor uh, Tom Wolf about the status of Philly public schools and schools all across the state. Uh, just want to ask, what's life been like for you uh, during the pandemic? What's your routine been like? Uh, I don't know what a routine is. I'm trying to figure that out. Um, lately, I've been trying to do the, you know, wake up at the same time, go to bed at the same time, kind of. Um, but, uh, we are still on the clock. We're on spring break this week, but, um, uh, uh, teachers are still on the clock. So I try to make sure that I'm up and ready by seven 30, you know, off by three o'clock, but sometimes it runs, you know, a little bit longer than that because we're all trying to, you know, scramble and figure out what to do, you know, so each, I'm not even going to say each day, each hour, you know, presents a new, a new task, you know, a new mystery to solve. Yes, indeed. And you are actually right outside of Philadelphia, right? Working at one of the high schools in the area? Right. Yeah, I'm in Norristown School District. Very cool. All right. So let's let's get into, we had planned this episode uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And little did we know that the day before our episode, uh, Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania would make an announcement that uh, schools are going to be closed for the rest of the academic year. Mm-hmm. What was your first reaction when you heard the news yesterday? Um, I wasn't surprised. I mean, 
you know, every week or every two weeks, they've kind of been giving us an extension. And then last week, I think they said indefinitely. And just looking at all of the other school districts, you know, that you're hearing about across the country, they've been closing. Virginia's been closed for a while. The Washington schools are closed and, you know, just some other nearby states have been closing. And so we kind of saw that coming. We were hoping it wasn't going to come, but I wasn't shocked. Yeah, it's um, I hear you. I think for me, what happened was I knew it was coming. But things mm-hmm. always hit a little different when they finally happened, even though you knew yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, I knew it was coming, but I'm like, oh, dang, like this was really happening. Like we're going to be here till I'm going to be here till August, really, because, you know, I'm off for the summer. So this is going to be an interesting transition for everybody, you know, especially these seniors. It's just well, it's we- so disheartening. Yeah, well, speaking of seniors, let's get into that. The the cool thing is uh, we'll start by having a conversation about some of the different spectrums seniors might be on in terms of they're thinking about not going to college. They're thinking about going to college. They're rethinking college. And then we'll have some of the actual seniors from the program uh, actually ask you some questions, too, which I'm sure this topic is obviously uh, very important to them. Uh, First, let me start at one end of the spectrum. When something like a pandemic happens, this unforeseen situation, there might be some high school seniors who are thinking, you know what, I'm not ready to go to school in the fall, Mm -hmm. to college. I'm rethinking this whole thing. Maybe I want to take something, some time off. I've heard about this thing called a gap year. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts for some students who might be thinking, you know what, I think I'm going to look into this gap year thing because I'm just thrown off by everything that's going on right now. Yeah. And I've been hearing a lot of that too. And um, the gap year is just a very interesting term. I mean, they've been going, the gap years have been going on forever. Um, and pretty much, um, if people don't know what a gap year is, it means that a student is taking a year off of school to kind of either find themselves or discover something or travel and things of that nature. And typically those gap year programs are very expensive, you know, between five and $15,000 or maybe even more for a year for students to maybe travel abroad or um, involve themselves in some different uh, programming so that they can find out about different parts of the world and different things. But when um, a lot of our students are talking about gap years, I mean, they're expensive, you know, and for our students that are first generation, low income students, you know, coming up with $5,000, I mean, coming up with $5,000 to pay tuition, you know, that's the struggle. So um, I kind of have a love hate relationship with the whole gap year concept because um, if you're going to take a year off, then you either need to be traveling, you need to do AmeriCorps, you know, those programs are free. Um, or if you have parents like mine that are going to say, hey, if you're going to take a year off from school, listen, honey, you're going to go to work, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, and I want you involved in this, this, and this. And if you're not, then you need to find somewhere else to stay. You know, so that person is going to take that year off. I'm not even going to call it that gap year. It's pretty much a year off from school. You know, they need to make sure that their person is focused, is driven, and and ready to go back. Because when you do take that year off, I mean, we know as an adult, a lot of things can happen. You know, you start working, you start making money, you start getting booed up, trying to treat your friends. And next thing you know, you accumulate bills or, you know, different things happen. And then instead of you saving up for school, you know, you're trying to pay off these bills or pay off some debt. So my students that are really, you know, insisting on taking that gap year, I said, okay, well, if you're going to do that, just do this for me. Well, not for me, but 
maybe just go to the community college and take one class just so you can stay engaged, stay in school mode. So when that year is over, you know, you're not far removed, you know, because it's just like, you know, you work out every day. Then every day turns into a couple of days and then a week. You haven't been there in a month. And next thing you know, you you're not going back to the gym. You know, so that gap year is kind of the same thing. Got it. No, I, I love that you at least have given some folks options because I hate when we don't have access to the full range of options mm-hmm. for our youth. And so it sounds like even though it can be costly if done in the traditional way, there mm-hmm. are ways around to make it both uh, affordable and make it something that's worthwhile if that's the path that someone's choosing to go down. Yeah. And then there's some gap year programs, you know, because I get information about them and I go to the fairs that they have. Some of them do have some scholarship components to them, you know, but, um, you know, there's a lengthy, you know, application things that you have to do. And there are some programs that, again, are less than five thousand dollars that you can apply to. But um, student really needs to be like a very focused, driven person and surrounded by people who are the same, you know, to take that year off. Got it. So for uh Philly high school students or folks in the surrounding area who are thinking about this path, are there any programs or schools you would recommend that they look into if they want to go down the gap year path? Well, if they want to take a year off from school or if they want to take a year, you know, before they even start working, there are programs in in town. uh, You know, you can do city year. You can do the year up program. Um, A friend of mine told me about a program called Hospitality Together and now it's called College Together. Um, and so there are programs where students can learn uh, skills. They can um, take some college courses that are free, you know, as a part of that program. Uh, some of those programs get them into the job market, you know, to intern at different places or just to learn the ways of work. You know, so some of those students may decide to stay, you know, in that arena. And then some may decide that they want to go back to school. You know, I think Europe has something you can get some credits through Pierce College, I believe. Um, I don't know if it's changed, but, you know, maybe those credits can transfer um, to the school that they're going to. They may not, but they do have some options. They just need to really, you know, thoroughly review all of those things before they just jump into it. Got it. That's helpful. Uh, Thank you for sharing that. So now let's maybe talk about a different part of the spectrum. There Mm -hmm. might be some seniors who really weren't thinking about pursuing college in the fall. Mm-hmm. And maybe they didn't take any of the required testing. And now all of a sudden this pandemic has them rethinking about, you know mm-hmm. what, maybe school could be a next step in mm-hmm. their life. Is it too late? I mean, it's April. Mm-hmm. Is it is it over where they just got to suck it up and just start working or are there options for them? Well, I know we've been harassing the kids and telling them to hurry up and wait, you know, but it's still time. There are schools that are still accepting applications. And actually, you know, the schools are hustling. The colleges are hustling right now because they know that students, their brains are about making some changes and some pivots from the original plans that they had. Um, So I've been getting emails every day about colleges that have, you know, um, they're still taking applications. And even last year. We had that May 1st deadline for colleges, but there were many colleges who still were taking applications and extending their deadline after May 1st. And then, of course, um, you have a lot of state schools who have or some privates that have rolling admissions. You know, so at this point, people are trying to get butts in seats and they are trying to you know, fill these beds. And the, the concerns that the colleges are having right now with this whole COVID situation, um, many students have not taken a first look at their schools, you know, or they may have taken a first look, but they want to take a second. I was scheduled to take three 
four, three or four field trips, you know, to some colleges in the last 30 days. And, you know, that's not going to happen now. So now these kids have to kind of do these virtual tours. So the students who are deciding at the end that they want to go to school, maybe they didn't take their SATs or ACTs. Some colleges are test optional. So there is a website that they can go to. It's called fairtest.org, F-A-I-R-T-S-T.org. And when you go to that website, um, you can find the listings of colleges that are test optional. You know, so that's an option for them. They, um, you know, they can talk to some schools and see if they're going to be a little bit more flexible with the testing if they are not test optional. But it's definitely not too late because these colleges have to get butts and seats. So if you are listening out there, uh, high school seniors or uh, you're a loved one of a high school senior, it's not too late. There's still options mm -hmm. on the table. The only thing, though, there is a caveat, though. Um, the financial aid applications, they need to hurry up and fill those out because the deadline, I believe, for Pennsylvania is May the 1st for the state part of the financial aid application. So if they don't fill out their state application by May 1st, they're not going to get any state aid. They can still get federal aid, but not state aid. But if they want their financial aid letter, they have to you know, do the FAFSA and do the, the FIA for the state to get some you know, grants from the federal government in the state. So they got to hurry. Okay, that is uh, helpful information to know. And I appreciate you coming through today as we're talking about 12th graders this year. What's mm -hmm. next for them? And obviously this is a difficult time. Uh, with that, we're going to um, bring on in our next segment that we call Philly Focus, uh, the co-producers and hosts of this show who are Bridges of Wealth team members and they're also 12th graders at Ooh. Robeson High School here in Philly. Been waiting for this part here. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get in. And speaking of Robeson high school um shout out to uh paul robeson and rest in priest uh his birthday was actually yesterday okay um, so uh, uh a man who did much in his life and uh the school that is uh he is named for uh is where our, our high school students are joining us from so shout out to uh paul robinson we appreciate his contributions that he did and rest in peace to him all right welcome back to the bridges of wealth podcast and live stream this is episode five of the podcast but it's actually the premiere episode of the live stream and we now have with us in the building we have siani ross we have justin glover and hopefully alaya will be able to join us too as soon as i see her face on the screen then i will bring her up also all right all right, hello everybody. All right, so what we're gonna do is first, I'm going to turn it over to Siani to ask her first question, and then we'll go from there. So my first question is, how has COVID-19 impacted the college admission process for rising seniors? Um, it's affected, you know, rising seniors a lot. Seniors are already dealing with um, just the fact that, you know, we're not going back to school, you know, and all of the um, rituals and things that we would do, you know, just the administrators are scrambling to try to figure out what we can do as alternatives. And as far as the colleges are concerned, um, it's just a big scramble because students need, you know, they're trying to figure out how, what they need to do to get their final transcripts. Uh, students are trying to figure out, um, you know, what my final grades are going to be. Am I going to get an actual grade? Am I going to get a pass fail? You know, how will I be able to, you know, get my clearinghouse applications for the students that are student athletes? You know, how can I pick a college, you know, if I haven't seen it yet? Um, you know, how can I do a virtual tour? You know, and now that parents, 
Some parents have been laid off or some parents um, are not working right now. Some students are trying to scramble to figure out how they're going to pay their deposits or even if they can go or not. You know, so it's just a lot of panic, understandably so, uh, with seniors right now. I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're a senior. So I know you've you know, been talking to your friends and talking to your family about, you know, experiences that you're having. What are some of the experiences that you and your friends are having? Um, so we're like really deciding on what colleges that we want to go to. It's kind of hard, you know, being denied from a college and just finding out, you know, school mm -hmm. will never pick up again. Mm -hmm. And then it's hard, you know, really looking at a college since you can't visit them. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know with um, some of my students and just some of my friends um, and colleagues that I've spoken to, just trying to learn how to support our students you know, during this time, because we're not in in a physical space with them. We're trying to communicate virtually, communicate on the phone, you know, text messages, just to try to see how much we can help them. But um, to backtrack, some of the colleges, though, are either waiving their deposit fees right now. And some of them, let's say Kutztown University, for example, um, um, and some other schools, they may have special programming like the gear up program or something like that, where there may be a partial fee that they have to pay. And then the rest of their fee will get absorbed into their um, account for the fall. So students should definitely, if that um, paying the fee is a hardship to contact the admissions office directly to see what options they have to pay that you know initial deposits, because those deposits can be anywhere from $150 to $1,000 because you have to pay sometimes a dorm deposit and sometimes like a, a regular deposit just to save your spot at the school. So definitely make those phone calls and emails. Yeah, that's a uh, good advice. And then Siani, do you have uh, another question for Nicole Renee while we got her on the hot seat? Mm -hmm. And I got my tea. <laughs> so my second question is, what is one thing you notice that stands out when Philly students are applying to college versus other parts of the country? I know that um, just from talking to a lot of my friends and connecting with some of my students and just reading what's going on in the news, I know technology um, has been a big issue with uh, the mayor and some people that are trying to get you guys Chromebooks and um, computers and Wi-Fi and maybe sharing computers and households just so that you can make those connections with the colleges. I mean, a lot of things you can do on your phone, um, but, um, you know, getting the FAFSA's done and, and just, I mean, just the stress and anxiety of everything just puts everybody in a standstill, you know. So there are some things that may separate Philadelphia students from others. But I know universally, you know, all the students are just trying to get in adults, are just trying to get in the mindset of what to do next. You know, um, we can't. It's taken us so long to find a, a new normal and it's going to be a long time before we have one because it changes all the time. Uh, but definitely just the technology divide. So I would just encourage students that. Um, you know, whatever technology divides or just diff other struggles that you have that you try to reach out to your schools, you know, at this point, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to me on my website. There's a page on there, a contact page. And, you know, just hit me up. I do free consultations, um, 15, 20 minute consultations. And so there is a link on my website if there is a student that's having a, a hard time getting in contact. And also, I know that I've been hearing some chatter from students that are having a hard time getting transcripts, you know, right. because of their administrators may or may not have access to transcripts or letters of recommendations because they're private, you know, so some teachers will send um, students letters of recommendations directly, 
But if you need one and it's not a private letter, I mean, it is a private letter, then just trying to figure out how to get it uploaded to the portal for scholarships, applications and and things of that nature. It's just hard to make those connections. So is that what you're experiencing? Yeah. So I emailed my counselor a few days ago about mm-hmm. application fees and she said there was no way she could get it. So I had to email the college and they actually wound up waving my bed. Okay, yeah, that's that's good too. Now, if you get um, if you get a fee waiver for uh the school district for your, did you get a fee waiver for your SAT or your ACT? Yes. All right. So then, what you can do is definitely contact those other colleges and let them know that you did get a waiver for the SAT and the ACT, and that should automatically waive the majority of your application fees. There are some random schools that won't take fee waivers, but the majority of them do. You know, so and worst case scenario, you know. You yeah you you did what you had to do and you got it done so yeah and and actually another uh, thing that just came to mind um, to Siani's question it's not totally related but kind of uh, maybe one of the good things about being in the Philly area is the number of educational opportunities mm-hmm. in and around the city like depending on what part of the country you live in you may not have the access to community college, to the LaSalle, to the temples, to stuff in South Jersey, to stuff in the surrounding areas. We probably have a, a, a large number of uh, educational institutions that um, service a variety of different um, yeah. experiences and options. So, you know, you know, I was going to give out a listing, but because everybody's closed, but like you can contact, you know, some places like Philadelphia Futures, um, the Alexander Advantage. She's a good friend of mine that she does a lot of work with students with SAT testing and, and college prep work um, in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia College Prep Roundtable is a good source. You can go to their website and Philly Goes to College. Um, that is a really great website. Um, and so there are some people there that you can access to get some help. So um, if you go to Philadelphia College Prep Roundtable's website or Philly Goes to College's website, and I guess I'll update this on mine, they also have some other connections that students can use to get some free services if you can't get in contact with your school counselors. I mean, they're all meeting. Philadelphia College Prep Roundtable has a meeting every Friday morning where we kind of catch up. And then also PACAC, which is the Pennsylvania Association of College and Career Counseling, um, we meet every Tuesday. Day, you know, and 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 give updates. And so between all those, you know, students should be able to find somebody that can either help them or guide them to somebody that can help. No, thank you for sharing that. And um, we will, of course, make sure we share all of your information, uh, mm-hmm. both in the live stream, which is and let me on, write that down too. Yes, which is on <laughs> facebook.com uh, slash Bridges to Wealth. And then, of course, there'll be a podcast available of this episode that'll be on the Bridges to Wealth uh, website, along with Spotify, SoundCloud, and mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts if they search Bridges to Well. Uh, we're um, having the live stream today, and we have Nicole Renee joining us talking about what's going on for 12th graders and what's next for them. Uh, she was just talking to Siani Ross, who's part of the Bridges to Well program and also a 12th grader at Robeson High School. We also are now going to have Alaya join the conversation, who's also a 12th grader at Robeson High School and part of the Bridges to Well program, because she has some questions for you, too. I know she does. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for those questions. They they (laughs) are coming. I'm about to put her on the screen now. Well, come on, honey. Bring them. (laughs) Bring the questions. Hi. Hi. Hey, good morning, everybody. Okay, so one of my questions was that yesterday, since we got the news, it kind of, like, shook everybody up. I seen all day on my Instagram, people were sick, crying. Mm-hmm. It was like underclassmen making fun of us. Like we would never see a graduation, a prom and stuff like that. So 
to the kids, to the seniors that's taking it hard. I'm like, I'm not taking it hard, but I'm still kind of hurt. But some, would you give any, what advice would you give to the seniors that's taking it hard and kind of having like a mental breakdown because they stuck on what to do with their lives since school is done. You know, the teachers have been very helpful towards the college process. And, you know, some students at home don't have that type of help or type of courage to push to, like, get things completed. So now they feel like they don't know what to do. I know people got their acceptances back. But, you know, like, with money-wise mm-hmm. and, like, traveling, we don't know if this pandemic is going to be over. So any advice to students that is stressing, you know, having breakdowns and you know, it's um, it's a lot of um, it's just a lot to take in. You know, and even though you may be saying that you're doing okay, and I feel like I'm doing okay today, you know, everybody handles stress and anxiety and and the unknown in different ways, and so it could hit you later. You know, it might hit you tomorrow, it may hit you next week. You know, because um, we're just kind of at a standstill. And um, my heart goes out to the class of, of 2020. And I know that you were talking about the jokes. I've been seeing the memes floating around and, you know, for weeks. And I'm not going to say that I didn't, you know, laugh at the memes either, you know, because they were funny, but they're not funny, you know, because graduation and prom, those are rites of passages that everybody has, you know, so everybody might not get, uh, you know, m- might not graduate from college. Every Body might not get the you know world peace whatever the medal is that the they give what is it the the medal of freedom or honor all of all those medals the medal of freedom <laughs> the Nobel medals. Peace Prize and True. all those types of things and and we may not get a gold medal at the Olympics either so yeah you might not you know but everybody you know as a rite of passage has always been able to participate in prom and graduation and so you know just in conversations with different administrators and. And um, educators, you know, even though, you know, school is out, everyone that I've talked to is trying to be creative, you know, and figure out what we need to do to make sure that you guys have some kind of graduation ceremony, even if it's pushed back to August, you know, Christmas break, you know, something just to have it at some point. Um, It's just, it's just, it's stressful. So, Um, Some of the advice that I would give to you guys is try to find your friends or family that uh, somebody that's positive, somebody who you can talk to is not going to judge you. And I know everybody doesn't have that person, but there may be somebody in your circle or somebody that you meet or somebody that we can connect you guys to just to, um, you know, help you kind of sort this stuff out. We're trying to sort this stuff out in, in every single day you know, is just, um, it's just a, a different day. Every, every, every day, every hour is just totally different, you know? And I think they say that something like this happens like every hundred years, you know? So of course this is the first time in my lifetime that anything like this has happened. Um, there's nothing that we can do to go back and change it, unfortunately, but just try to be optimistic and positive to hold out, to see what our administrators and our leaders can do to get you guys, you know, some type of ceremony or some type of recognition. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to be in the traditional format that we've had just because of the fact that even if, um, you know, we're released to be able to go back out, they may say we can't, you know, congregate in crowds more than 50 and things like that. But just to try to surround yourself with positivity. Don't watch the news, you know, don't watch a whole bunch of negative social media pages, you know, try to follow some positive social media pages. Um, 
I know somebody said, what's Facebook on here? I don't know if you do Pinterest. <laughs> Miss Siani. <laughs> you know, Pinterest or some other. I'm not on Pinterest either, but a lot of my friends share a lot of these Pinterest memes. But I, I don't I, I don't really have an answer because it's just this. Who, who, who thinks that something like this is going to happen? You know? Yeah. And, and I just want to also say um, shout out to Catherine Sophia Bell, who just commented on the Facebook Live. She said, great questions, Siani and Alaya. Uh, brilliant. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, 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 oh, I can and, hear you. Can you hear me now, Alaya? Um, well, and I'm looking for you. Um, also, I was looking for something because um, I had something written down because I anticipated that you guys were going to ask. And, you know, um, sometimes with the anxiety and depression, you know, everybody is different and we don't know when our breaking point is when we're talking about these meltdowns. So I'm going to give a phone number out. Um, there's an anxiety and depression text line that students use. Um, that some of my uh, friends in Philadelphia have been using to give out to their students. And um, the number is 267-625-2895. That's 267-625-2895. And that is the um, Akia Sheer, Akia's Heart Incorporated.org, I think it is. It's A-K-E-A-S-H-E-A. RTINC.org. And I'll just give that to you later. We'll put that into the comments. But um, there are a lot of different support lines that students can use. Um, and I'll send all this stuff, information to Gregory, just so we won't take up the time. But um, definitely, you know, try to use one of these, these team text lines if you need to, if you feel that it's going to get to that point. And if you're talking to any of your friends and they're, you know, saying things like they, you know, they wish they weren't here. How am I going to live through this and start talking about giving things away? And and if you start to feel uncomfortable, definitely want to reach out to your friends and not just think that they, you know, this is going to pass. You know, you want to make sure that they're not making some decisions that they can't undo. Yeah. You know, so just make sure that you try to be, you know, good friends, even if it's somebody you don't like. You know, you might not like the person, but you don't want to see anything, you know, well, I'm not going to say, well, you don't want to say anything bad happen to people. So, you know, just try to be a, a good friend and, and take care of yourself, too. And if you feel like that you're at that point, you know, um, make sure that you talk to somebody, um, you know, and um, and just share your feelings about what's going on. Just try to find that one person that you can talk to. Yes. No, I think that's uh, very good advice. And. Um, on the Facebook Live, Catherine Sophia Bell agrees. She says, thanks for making sure that you acknowledge that there's a grieving of loss of experiences mm -hmm. and people are having the quote unquote rites of passage. And so uh, we appreciate the comment from Catherine oh, Sophia Bell. Um, Alaya, uh, do you have another question for uh, Nicole? And uh, seems... If you're talking to me, I can't hear you. <laughs> Yes. So we'll come back to a lie in a second. I was uh, waiting too for that question. I, I know. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Wait. Why she... Can y'all hear me? Yes. 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 So I'm Nicole. The I can't hear Gregory, and I'm thinking he's talking to me, but I yeah. Can't hear him. He so wanted Nicole, to know if you had another question for me because yes. I'm ready for you, girl. Um. Oh, I said. Yeah, she said. Oh. <laughs> Did you pick up any hobbies during this pandemic? I know, like, since you stuck in the house, you bored, probably tired of eating the same food, tired of watching TV, you can't go outside. Did you pick up any hobbies like knit, crocheting, painting? 
I'm um, I, I rediscovered an old hobby. I'm one of those people. I don't really get bored. I'm, I say that I'm my best entertainment. So I haven't really gotten bored yet. I have been doing the eating though. Um, but I rediscovered a hobby that I used to have, um, and that's writing. So I used to blog a lot. That's actually how I started this college planning business. I used to blog. I used to talk about, you know, going to the gym and fun things that I would do and, um, and post it online. And my friends would make comments and things like, and it was a pretty big deal. And then I think as life kind of just went on, I stopped, I stopped writing. But since we've had time to sit here and really think about a lot of things, I just have all these things that I want to talk about and write about. And so I think I'm going to start my blog back up. So it's not going to be the same topics that I had before, but um, you know, just talking about, it'll probably start out with COVID-19 stuff. And my blogs are usually pretty funny, you know, and I poke fun at myself. I try to make people laugh and stuff like that. So, um, I think that's the hobby that I'm, that I'm picking back up is writing. That's awesome. So, um, when is that blog going to start? I was pausing. I was like, Gregory's gonna ask me when is it coming? Yeah, you you know I can't let they 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 I would, know they would come after me if I let you get away with that. I know, and then I can't be asking you nothing in your DMs because the first thing you're gonna say is what's up with the blog. Yep. So what's the day? Today is what April the tenth. April the tenth. Let's say in the next two weeks I will post something, five hundred words or less. Okay. Two two weeks. Because I already have the URL. It's called keepitmovingblog.com. Okay. I, I, I just I already have it. I just need to reactivate it. So, yes, I take your challenge. I, I appreciate that. And that's good timing because we'll have the podcast of this live stream out next week. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be able to hopefully say and check out Nicole Renee's new blog. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. <laughs> Two weeks. Two, yeah, two weeks. So, okay, we'll 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 remember Siani and Eli. I'm sure will remind me. Uh, I'm sure they will. <laughs> shout out to all the folks who are watching on Facebook Live, uh, Facebook.com/slash Bridges of Wealth. We appreciate you. This is the premiere episode of the live stream, but actually the fifth episode of the podcast. And today's podcast is called "It's My Senior Year Now." What? It probably could be "It's My Senior Year WTF," but we're gonna go with "It's My Senior Year." Now what? And Nicole Renee has been our special guest helping us figure out, especially for high school seniors, what to do. And we've had a co-host and co-producers, Alaya and Siani, who are Bridges to Wealth uh, members and also 12th graders at Paul Robeson High School. But guess what? Our team includes another person who's also in the studio with us, too. And that is Justin Glover, who is a Ward undergrad student and also a mentor in the Bridges to Wealth program. And I believe he may have a question for you too. See, we keep, we're going to keep bringing people in question. She ready. She ready. All right. And I think Justin is ready too. Uh oh, look at that. We got a lot of people. Fanciness, fanciness. The studio is full, but yet we are still virtually doing it and honoring the stay at home and social distancing. All right. So, Justin, what is your question for um, Nicole? Oh. Uh, with, the, with the light of uh, all the schools closing and the governor announcing that the, clues, the physical location of schools be closed, how do you suggest, like, what advice do you give the students as they transition to online classes and virtual classes to keep that same, like, focus and mindset to still get learning done and be productive? 
Oh, Lord, that's a big question. <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to do that myself. But in the articles that I have read online, um, they suggest that if you are trying to get adjusted to online learning or working from home, that a routine is crucial. And so, you know, it's crucial that you get up at the same time every day, get up, brush your gaiters, yeah. take a shower, wash the arms and other stuff, get dressed, eat something and, you know, set a certain time that you're going to get started working every day. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they also suggest that you, um, you know, go to bed at the same time every day. So it's going to be a little mm -hmm. bit harder. I know a lot of my seniors, when I'm trying to do stuff with them, they're like, look, miss, we're not getting up till 12 or one o'clock. Yeah. OK, <laughs> but they're going to have to get up earlier now because on Monday we officially start our online learning. And so um, mm -hmm. teachers, students need to make sure that they check their email every day. Right. And we at our school district, we use a Schoology account. And so the teachers are using that to kind of disseminate all of their work. So students need to make sure that they're checking their email, whatever account that your school district is using. If you're doing the Google Meets or the Zooms, you know, make sure that, you know, you have your your links and stuff together. And now everybody has to use passwords and things like that because of all of these Zoom bombs and things that are going on. Um, you know, just keep in contact with your teachers, your teachers, they're stressed because they're, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do, too. You know, so just be patient, but definitely email them. And if they have any ways for you guys to uh, call them by phone or do Google checks, um, we we're making ourselves accessible. We want to make whatever whatever this uh, situation is going on with COVID as easy and stress-free as possible for you. You know, so we're going out of our way to make sure that we try to make this, um, you know, as, as least stressful as possible. You know, make sure that you do every piece of extra credit that your teachers, you know, give you. Every assignment that you, you know, that they give you, that you turn these assignments in. You know, some seniors may not be concerned about what their final grades are because they say, hey, you know, I already turned in my transcript to the colleges. Uh -uh. You know, <laughs> make sure you start on, a, you know, you end on a good note. I, the way that I'm hearing that everybody, all the schools has everything set up for you guys. You know, it's going to, you know, it's going to work to your favor. But you want to try to do your best work to keep your average, you know, and get it up as high as you can. Because also when students graduate from high school, sometimes you get a job and the jobs will ask for your transcript. And I've had people who are 40, 50 years old trying to get transcripts from me and want to get into arguments about this is not my transcript. I didn't know I had these grades. You know, so you want to make sure that you, you know, just try to end on a high note as much as possible you know, with that and just stay in contact with the with your colleges and things. But just try to use every resource that you can at school and some of the resources that I'm going to give Gregory to post on here, you know, outside of school, just so that you can just stay on top, stay positive, um, stay on and stay um, engaged as to what's going on. Uh, I, I have a question for you, Nicole. Uh, there's, um, you know, one of the things we've been doing with the Bridges Wealth Program, along with business ownership and financial literacy, has been a conversation around prepping for college. Mm -hmm. um, what would be some tips you would give seniors who are now in the process of attempting to pick a college in a world that's different than it used to be in terms of maybe they can't go visit a school, maybe the deadlines are changing, 
Uh, what are some tips for 12th graders right now who are in the process of attempting to pick a school? How should they be thinking about that? All right, and before I answer that, just in case I get caught up, um, there's a good booklet that you guys can use as a resource. I give this to all of my students, um, Philadelphia um, Futures which is downtown, they have a book called, it's either Step Up to College or Step Into College. It's on their website and you can download it as a PDF and it has a step-by-step -step guide of things that you can do to get ready for college. And some of the answers that I'm getting ready to give you and some other stuff that I don't have time to tell you is in that book. It's literally like a step-by-step, -step, you know, what you should do senior year and summer and right into summer. So um, I got distracted as I usually do. It's like, Calling squirrel. <laughs> but so your question was, what does what do students need to do to pick a college? Yeah. So what are like the three top steps or next steps they should be thinking about um, now? They probably know where they may have been accepted to. Mm -hmm. Now what? Okay. Especially given that one of them might have been to go visit a school and that mm -hmm. might be off their list right now. All right. So the first thing that you need to do is go to the websites of your top choices and check out the virtual tours to see what they have. I have been watching a lot of them. Um, you want to see if they have the traditional virtual tours where you can go in and it's self-guided. Some of these schools have like accepted student day that's virtual that they have special stuff for you. Make sure you sign up for those accepted student days because some of them are giving out swag and sending boxes to your house. You know, Lincoln University, where I graduated, they sent a whole box of swag and they had a bag of popcorn there that says Lincoln is what's popping, you know, in the bag. And I'm trying to tell you, it's nice. I was trying to get one. They're not trying to send it to me. So um, I want one. Listen, I want the whole box. And I mean, this is a lot of stuff in there. Arcadia University sent out a really nice box, you know, and I'm sure other schools did too. Um, you And then when you signed up for those virtual tours, so let's say yesterday I did one for... Illinois Tech in Chicago. And so they had a an information session, then they did a virtual tour, and then afterward they were available for questions and answers. You know, so these people have people in the chat to answer questions for you individually. So you can't go visit the school. So just go on the virtual tours and do your best. Um, Santa Clara University in California is an example of a nice one that I saw that I'm going to go into, but they actually have eight, uh, eight video series that you can see every aspect of campus. And I'm sure other schools have something similar, but they have like a general presentation about the school. They have a video where you can look at the dorms. They have a video where you can look at the cafeteria, you know, very, very, very thorough. You know, so you want to definitely check out those virtual tours and kind of narrow your choices down. So look to see what the buildings look like. See if they have any videos that show you what the town around the school looks like, because these are the places that you're going to be going to these stores, you know, to shop and get food or supplies and things of that nature to see if that's if it's in the city, if it's going to be a distraction to you or if it's way out in the middle of nowhere, you're going to be able to. You know, hey, you know, if you go to Bucknell, I was there a couple of summers ago. They have Uber or Lyft. So for some people, that's a situation, you know, but they may have it by now. Who knows? But um, you want to look at the virtual tours. The second thing is you want to find out when those deposit deadlines are. So the national deadline for every school is supposed to be May 1st. But some schools have pushed those deadlines back to June 1st. So there is a website that I'm going to um, send um, Gregory and it's actually on my website. So if you go to my website, which is collegeandcareernetwork.com, there's a tab that says COVID-19. And that link, uh, there's a link on there that has all of the colleges that have 
um, extended their deadlines to June 1st. So that list does update daily. So if you don't see schools on that list, then you need to contact them, you know, go to their website and look. And then there's another uh, website link that I have on there from NACAC, which is the National Organization for College and Career Counseling. And they have a link that shows you all that kind of stuff. So if you're a school, um, some of the schools may still have their deadline as May 1st. But if you go into your portal, they may let you request to move your deadline back to June 1st. So, you know, check to see that, too. And, you know, make sure that you do that. And then the last thing is um, you want to make sure that you thoroughly compare your financial aid packages. Don't just look at the package from your first choice. You know, and if you see that, you know, you're not getting offers after you you know, look at it. So when you get your letters, they'll tell you how much room and board costs and, and, and fees and all those things. Then you'll get your financial aid letter that shows you how much gift aid you're going to get. And gift aid is basically scholarships and grants. Those are good words. It means you don't have to pay that money back. Right. And then they'll offer you work study and they'll offer you some loans. So after you do all that subtraction, there's what's called a gap in there. And that's how much money is left that you have to pay. Sometimes they offer you all these big parent plus loans that you have to you know, look to see if you're going to take or come up with money. So you want to compare those packages. And again, you still have time to apply to some other schools and put them on your financial aid list to make sure that it's going to be affordable for you and fill out as many scholarship applications as possible yes indeed. as many of them go get that money you know and even and even even with your letters those award letters that you get from the schools you need to be emailing them and asking them these questions so they may have offered you a fifteen thousand dollar scholarship from that school you need to find out if that scholarship is renewable because colleges are very good at doing what's called front loading and offering you a lot of money the first year and then the next year, you don't get that same money. So you may be able to get through that first year, but then you might not be able to go back the second year. So you want to ask them those questions. And you're not being rude. This is business. You know, ask them these questions. You know, is this renewable? And a lot of scholarships, again, that you're applying for this year are not renewable. So next year, you need to be on your grind, filling out more scholarship applications for next year, too. OK. Yeah, that's uh, I, I hope that was helpful for um, Alaya and Siani and for uh, all the 12th graders out there listening and uh, folks who have 12th graders who are loved ones of theirs. Yep. So, um, the, so it's virtual tours, your deposit deadlines and compare your financial aid. Those are the three tips. Awesome. Man, I can't believe this hour has flown by so quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to everybody who's been tuning in on the live stream on Facebook.com slash Bridges to Wealth. And joining us for our premiere episode of the live stream, but the fifth episode of the podcast. If you've missed any of today's show, the good news is there will be a podcast available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Just search Bridges to Wealth or go to BridgesToWealth.org and click on podcast, and it will be there up next week. Uh, with that, uh, I want to thank Nicole for coming through for the Bridge Builder Spotlight, where we kicked off the conversation, then staying around for the Philly Focus segment, where she took all the questions on the hot seat from Siani, Justin, and Eliab. And a shout out to Catherine Bell, who commented, Nicole, you are amazing replying to the inquiries and the questions. Oh, and she you. goes, yes to writing. So even you have someone out there in the social media world going, we looking for that blog in two weeks. 
<laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. So cool. So what we're going to do is I'm going to just uh, have you and I on the screen for uh, some closing thoughts from you. And then I'm going to bring the students back on afterwards and they're going to close it out with the segment we call Closing the Gap. Um, so I will bring Justin and Siani and Aliyah back in just a moment. But with you, I just want to uh, say first, thank you for coming on oh, the show you. today. Uh, closing thoughts that you might have for today's episode, which is, it's my senior year, now what? Um, I had one more site I wanted to give students too. There's a virtual college fair that's going on towards the end of the month. It's called the Strive Scan Virtual College Fair. And that also, will, I'll give you that link, but students have an opportunity to uh, see thousands of, well, hundreds, probably thousands of colleges across the country, you know, just to get some updates. So I forgot to tell you that too. Um, but I just want to tell students to try to be in all of this drama as optimistic as possible. Um, things happen all the time, you know, so uh, as of right now, you know, we're up, we're alert, we see each other. So we're in the land of the living right now. And to just try to appreciate those things and to make sure that we do our social distancing, you know, as, as tempting as it is to hang out with our friends and other family and things of that nature, just so that we can make sure that everyone is well. Um, but just surround yourself, try to surround yourself with at least one positive person um, that you can during this time so that you don't, you know, just kind of you know, lose it. You're going to have those days that, you know, you feel like trash, you know, and then you're going to have those days that you feel like you're at the top of the world. But just trying to keep these things in perspective, um, trying to find some positivity, you know, in what's going on right now. You know, uh, yeah, I think those are, are good words. And uh, two words that come to mind for me are connection and support. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a time when it is helpful to stay connected and helpful for us to support each other because we're all going to go through this in different ways. And um, so what I would like to offer um, the students that are in your program that are seniors, if they um, can reach out to me um, on my website or through you directly, um, I will give them any free college planning stuff that they need until they set foot on campus. Um, unlimited for the kids that are in your group and anyone else um, that's a senior, they can go on my website. I do do some free, you know, 15 to 30 minute consultations. They can definitely sign on um, for those. And I can try to help as much as I can to kind of get them started to we through, even if I need to try to connect them with some different colleges or admissions officers to get them through the space that they're in right now. It's just very important. You know, if I'm stuck in the house, you know, that's the give back that I want to give. Um, just to make sure that these kids, that I can do my little part to ease that stress and anxiety as much as I can for the kids and their parents. Well, I appreciate that. And I'm sure uh, I can say on their behalf that they appreciate that too. Uh, for folks who want more Nicole Renee, and they should. That's right. <laughs> how can they find you, follow you, get in touch with you? So um, you can find, find me on all social media at College and Career Network, Facebook and Instagram, Facebook for the old people, Instagram for the younger people. Um, my website is College and Career Network. So it's collegeandcareernetwork.com. And um, there is a contact page on there where you can send me an email or fill out this little form to kind of give me a snapshot of what it is that you need. Um, you can reach me that way. I also do hourly consultations for uh, parents and students, and I will be having some workshops coming up, um, um, live workshops online that seniors and juniors or any grade actually can participate in. But definitely just hit me up on any 
um, social media platform at College and Career Network. Hey, Nicole, uh, Renee, uh, we appreciate you for coming through the premiere episode of the live stream and episode five of the podcast. Uh, I'm now going to take a quick break and then I'm going to bring the students back on. But I want to say thank you to you for joining. And we're now going to do what we call closing thoughts, uh, where the students get to share something that they learned uh, and appreciated about today's episode. So thank you for coming on. And thank you for having me on your premiere. I've been wanting to get online with you for four years now. So. Hey, we made it happen. And this will not be the last time. <laughs> Oprah's the next one. Oprah's the next one. Yes, indeed. I appreciate you, Nicole. All right. Thank you. All right, now. All right. We are back for the final segment of today's Business of Wealth live stream podcast. And we call it, call it Closing the Gap, where we get to share about something that caught our attention or that we learned uh, from today's episode. And also it's something that we do when we meet as a team uh, outside of this. So nothing new for uh, the four of us to have this conversation. You know what I'm going to ask? Who wants to go first? With closing thoughts. And, and whoever's uh, not talking, maybe mute, because uh, I can hear some feedback in the background. So I'll go first. Um, I definitely learned a lot from what Miss Nicole Renee was saying, especially being a student athlete. Um, I totally forgot about, you know, that you have to get clearance being a student athlete. And I'm grateful that she took the time out of her daily quarantine to answer our questions. Awesome. Yeah, uh, we appreciate her taking the time. And you also heard that she offered her time that if you um, have follow-ups or more questions that uh, we'll be able to connect uh, you or align to her. Uh, Kayla also, if um, you want to get some more Nicole Renee and her insights. All right, who's up next, Justin or Laya? I'll go next. Well, what she was saying was a lot of like good information, like about the gap year and stuff like that. Like I was, I was one that was thinking about doing a gap year, but that was only to like build my brand, build my business, or what I was gonna do. But also, when she was speaking on being optimistic, I feel like that's like key because people will find any way to turn this negative and try to like doubt it. This is a, a pandemic going on. But all y'all do is just stay positive and we will, this will be over sooner than you think. Yeah. No, it's a good point. And, um, you know, one of the things we like to do with this program, just in general, is make sure people know the options. And I appreciate that she laid out that uh, the gap year is an option, but there's some things to consider about it. And so I'm glad that she helped us uh, figure out that if that's a path someone wants to go down, how they can do it responsibly and have it all work out. Uh, Justin, you're up next. Um, I really appreciate appreciated all the resources you gave, like from people dealing with like, depression, anxiety, like the resources you can text people and they like get help, all the way to like her uh, website consultations. She sounds like a 15, 30 minute consultations. I think that'd be really helpful for any high school student who's like struggling, trying to figure out what's next in the, in the path, uh, path to college. So I think it would be really helpful. Yes, indeed. And we'll make sure we share uh, any websites and stuff like that. When she sends them over to me, I will make sure that we get those shared out. All right. So then uh, I appreciate y'all for coming on today and not just uh, being here, but also the stuff that not everybody gets to see, but what happens behind the scenes, us getting ready for the episode, getting all the questions ready to roll, and uh, also just being present during a time where there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. And I appreciate 
uh, that you guys were uh, able to make today's episode happen. And so with that, I'm going to close it out by just saying uh, thank you to everybody who tuned in. We appreciate y'all a lot. Um, this live stream will be available as a podcast also on bridgestowealth.org and also on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, and I'm missing something. Spotify, if you search Bridges to Wealth. Uh, thank you to our guest, Nicole Renee. Also, shout out to Aliyah, Siani, and Justin. And plus a big shout out to the overall Bridges to Wealth organization, which continues to do its work and do it virtually pursuing its mission of closing the wealth gap here in Philly and beyond. I just want to say, you know, I think two things we get to keep in mind during this tough time are our connection and support. And we will continue to do things like this live stream and other things from Bridges Wealth to make sure that we're staying connected to the Philly community and also supporting it. And with that, I'll leave you with one of my favorite quotes, which I feel is timely all the time, but definitely during times like this, and that is an African proverb, which is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Let's continue to go on this journey together. With that, on behalf of Bridges to Wealth, peace. We're out.